Okay. Hello. Oh, it's starting. You are now live. Is this what did last time when it changed the shape and we were all squished? I don't know. I don't like us being squished. I think it squished us again. Well, how do we squish? That didn't work. <laughs> we're more squished. It made us square. I don't want to be square. You got to be hip to be square. <laughs> hip to be square. Bow, 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 bow. Because then we gotta, we gotta be all, all up on me. <laughs> um, hello, good morning, everybody. Hello. Um, I'm Ernesto <laughs> and I'm standing here with Angie, and uh, we're married, and um, we like books. Yes. Um, that was kind of uh, personally in my. See, people when they get married, they do a list. You ever? You, you, you do one of these, babe. Did I have a list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How long was I the like list? I a book. Okay, how long? Several pages. Okay, what are some things on your list, babe? Well. Latino. <laughs> hair, hair full of golden locks. Well, not golden. No. But, uh, uh, flowing locks. Taller than me, I guess. I <laughs> um, a life bound to poverty. What were the things you're looking for? Yeah. I was um, looking for a tall poor man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I found him. Um, I, I had a lot of things on my list. I, I, I had a very short list. Uh, my list was loves Jesus and has a brain. But not I mean, that nicely. I thought you were going to be like, isn't no, like, dumb. It, 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 it isn't dumb. I, just, I need someone I can talk to who thinks who. And for me, thinking, I've always thought this. Uh, we quote all the time. Evelyn Underhill has been quoted as saying, Spiritual reading can be second only to prayer as a developer of the inner life. I tell my kids all the time, reading is how you don't get dumb. Like reading, it, it's the it's the bench press for the brain. And so I wanted someone who, who loved art, who loved literature, who loved film. And uh, I was so grateful to meet Angie and walk into her living room one day during a family <laughs> reading hour. And I'm like, I have discovered the place I've always wanted to go. But to this month, for the month of uh, December, November, even though it's December, this is for last month's book. We read a book called A Place of Healing by Johnny Erickson Tata. I've been saying Joni for like months. I've been told, you say it's Johnny? That's what I heard. And Miss Laurie said it's Johnny? I didn't know. So it's Johnny and Friends. Yeah. Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> so Johnny Erickson Tata. Now, if you don't know Johnny Erickson Tata... She she's what fifty five now? Oh, no, she's got to be seventy now because she she's was 70. sixty when she wrote this, and it was over ten years ago. This is this book's ten years old. Oh, this book so. was like a year old. I think it said twenty ten or something. Yeah, twenty ten. Oh, I didn't. I guess I didn't know. So Johnny Santata, um, I've heard of her a lot of my life. She, if you grew up in the Christian church, she she kind of is like a Christian celebrity of sorts. Mm -hmm. There was a movie made about her life. Um, her testimony is is uh, what happened to her. What, what how is she so well known? Um, when she was a teenager, she had an accident um, where she dove into the water and she broke her neck and was paralyzed, um, basically from the neck down. She's been quadriplegic, and um, but through that, she I don't know. She just started like speaking and touring and just you know testifying to the goodness of God despite her hardship. So, she started a ministry called Johnny and Friends, mm -hmm. which really ministers to, to disabled people that kind of sometimes get forgotten in the church. I mean, mm -hmm. it's true. 
You know, they have a global ministry now. They bring wheelchairs to underprivileged people that yep. you know, don't have access to that overseas, things like that. Um, so I've never read any of Johnny Erickson Tata's books. Have you? No, I hadn't. Wow. So we both, this is our first time reading her. Um, I've seen the movie that, that they made fairly soon after her accident, I think, because I saw it. They made a book on that movie? <laughs> Uh, when I was a kid, so I mean, it was in the '80s, and her accident, I think she said, was in '67. So Man, it wasn't long listen, after. Listen, there's a part in this book talk about the accident, and she says that when she hit a sandbar, it broke her neck, mm -hmm. and she was laying face down in the water, and she's like, "I'm going to drown. Like I yeah, can't move." Yeah, she was holding her breath because she was had. She's, she's, she's hoping. In and then, she's yeah. hoping her sister will see her. Mm -hmm. And why did her sister turn? Because she got bit by a crab. And she like turned around and she like screamed and turned around and, and realized her sister hadn't come up yet. That had just dove in the And water. she's like, she, she thanked the Lord for that crab, that bitter sister, because mm -hmm. it saved her life. That, I was holding my breath reading yeah. that. I can't imagine floating on the water and your prayer is, God, I hope someone notices I'm not coming up because I have to hold my breath. And once I'm done with my breath, I'm going to drown in this lake near people that I love. This book's called A Place of Healing, and this is a very unique book because this is not a... A lot of her books, she writes about disability, she writes mm -hmm. about suffering well, but in her later life, in her 60s, she discovered something new in her life. Mm -hmm. She began to battle with chronic pain. This is something that, that I have learned about um, as a pastor, that people in our, people in our church, Flint City Church, have these issues of chronic pain, and I've heard chronic pain is sometimes they consider nerve stuff. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the medicines don't touch it. People just live. Mm -hmm. They just live with pain all the time in their bodies. Now, a lot of us that don't have this, it's hard for us to understand what it's like to live with this constant... I don't even know how to describe it, babe. It's so, it's so different than what I have to live through. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had my back go out and it hurts for like a few days and I go I'm like uh, frustrated beyond belief mm -hmm. but it's there with you all the time mm -hmm. hurting and for her because she's paraplegic quadriplegic 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 four limbs yeah paras too mm -hmm. quadriplegic she's about like how she will wake up in the night and she doesn't like her husband she just lays there and hurts she can't even like roll over to try to get more comfortable or anything it's just she just lays there and and feels it <laughs> so she writes about chronic pain and mm -hmm. i love sometimes writers will write about things they only know academically this is a woman writing about it in the midst of the, the fire mm -hmm. and it gives the book a lot of context and it i listen a lot more to her because i'm like she's not someone just telling me what they've read about her this is someone who's living it and has lived it so she has kind of a unique perspective too because of already having been paralyzed for so long like she had come to terms with a lot of the questions that are raised as far as like suffering and why does god allow it and how can we learn from it um but then like having learned what she already had and then coming back to this these questions because of this new struggle that she's going through it really gives it a unique perspective it's like it's not just like this is one thing that she learned and then you know, moved on. It's something that she carries and walks through. And so she can really speak to um, the, the things that you deal with when, you know, you think you have the good answers, you think you have the, the things resolved, and then more questions come up or the same questions again. And she can, she can really speak to that because she's been through it for so long. Very much so. Now, the book opens and it, 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 it I, I'm writing, they always say, 
when I was in Bible college, we, when, uh, in this class that was, I, I, dis, I, I hated the class. It was called Bible Study Methods. I had a really long name. Elements of Bible Study, also known as Elements of BS, among those of us who didn't <laughs> like the class. I failed it once. Um, I got a little grade in it. But Elements of Bible Study, there was this thing they taught us. It was called Hook, Book, Look, Took. It rhymes. It must be true. But the first thing it said was hook, like you got to get him. Mm -hmm. So usually in a book, there'll be a story up front that's very, um, in, like, it, it just gets your attention. attention cap, yeah. An attention grabber. This book has a hook. Mm -hmm. I was emotionally, I haven't been, I was emotionally so angry reading yeah. this. The opening scene of the book, she's at church. She's wheeling, her wheelchair's going across from the church to her, her van. And someone runs up, like, jo Johnny, I want to talk to you. She stops, like, hey, what's going on? She's like, oh, man, I, I came to your church. I wanted to hope to see you. And she's at the past. She just goes there. People, people know where she attends church because she's a famous person. Mm -hmm. So first someone came to her church, hope the church she attends, hoping to run into her, they saw her and they wanted to speak to her. So this young man, this young buck of a man, Says, I want to come and pray for your healing. She's like, you know, I never turn down prayer. She's such a diplomatic person. Yeah, because you know, sixty years, forty years in a wheelchair, who knows what people say to her that are it's just it's just wrong-headed, inconsiderate, maybe downright offensive, but she just receives it with such grace. And this young buck says, I've come here to pray for your healing. He's like, I believe there is sin unconfessed in your life. That's the only reason you would still be in your wheelchair, because God wants to heal you. And if you had faith, God would heal you right now. I was so angry, babe. Mm -hmm. Such, I know that person is being told this by teachers. I know there are parts of the, the charismatic Pentecostal movement that has this language baked in that mm -hmm. God, his goal for your life is to heal you. And she confronts that, that heresy head on. Yes, yes. That is, first of all, that is not true. Mm -hmm. Okay. God's will for your life. Let me calm down. God's will for your life is not to be physically whole. You can't read the Bible and get there. Mm -hmm. Jesus called the Christ begs his father take this cup from me and it is the will of god that he would suffer mm -hmm. Pete, paul begs the lord take this thorn from me and the lord says to paul my grace is sufficient for thee my strength is made perfect in your weakness he tells paul like this suffering in you it's going to like shape you to good i have to leave it in you because it makes my strength perfect in your weakness mm -hmm. He leaves the sickness. He leaves the pain. He leaves the, the thing that holds us back. Leaves it. We die. It rains just on us. We die of cancer. We die of COVID. We die of all these things. And if there are, there are teachers, preachers who say that it, like, if you have enough faith, you'd be healed. They're wrong. Mm -hmm. They're wrong. And if you say it, you're wrong. That language is so... I remember there was a lady I was a pastor of, and she went down to this revival down in Florida to be healed. And the pastor told her, the revivalist, the healer man said, if you have enough faith, you will be healed. And guess what? She wasn't healed. And guess who she blamed? Herself. Yeah. If only I had enough faith. 
I want to curse that preacher man. <laughs> I have to hold that back. Seeing jo Johnny Erickson Tata confronted, disrespected, treated so lowly by this young buck, I, I was so I was hurt for her. I was angry. I was ashamed mm -hmm. of my own Christian brothers who who walk around with such arrogance. That's how the book starts. Yeah. We don't know the will of God. And she talks about suffering in this book a lot. Mm -hmm. That suffering does produce character. Mm -hmm. That suffering can do something nothing else can. It, it can chip away at the human heart. And from that, that one lesson, that one lesson of all this book, that one lesson of suffering well has just made its way into my bones of enduring well suffering well suffering with grace and i can't believe how gracious she is yeah, to people really is. who speak so disrespectfully to her she even said that that one example is just one of many like she's been confronted with that that attitude for decades i have seen this happen in churches i pastor mm -hmm. Well-meaning, okay, I'm going to say yeah, well-meaning people, good-intentioned yeah. people who say, if you'd ask me to pray, they would have lived. <laughs> she really takes that, I mean, she fleshes it out and, and always circles back to, it's about Jesus. Like It's about Jesus. Because she asks, can he heal? Of course he can. Amen. Does he still? Of course he Amen. does. Amen. But it's, it's. And she, she like boils it down to this one phrase that she says she yes. always comes back to that it's, you know, the Lord is sovereign. And I don't remember the actual phrase, but it's basically he is able and, and can choose whom he will. Like it's up to him. It's, and we have to trust that sovereignty that um, it's not about who prays or how they pray or what they say. It's about or how much faith they have right. or it's their about, spiritual power or authority. Like, Um, that one lesson has been so powerful to me to just um, to receive from the Lord both the good and the bad. I mean, as Job says, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Like, there are good times, there will be hard times. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm standing before you, and I'm, I'm kind of a mess. My shoulder's jacked. I got a messed up ankle. I got medicine. Um, I went to the doc. They gave me a shot in the butt. They did. Stinking hurt. The lady said this is gonna be a burner. It was a burner. <laughs> like I'm like the body does it falls apart. You know, I gotta I mean it's just I gotta, I gotta go do another test and another anyways. <laughs> I'm not mad at God. I'm not even asking God to take it away. I'm like, this is part of being a person. This is part of being alive. Our bodies fail, and someday when Christ returns. And dude, I love in this book, Johnny Erickson talks about Johnny Erickson Tata talks about heaven with mm -hmm. real longing. She's been hurting so long. She said, I just want to go home. And it's been a long... But it's not morbid at all. No! It's just, it's just so hopeful. I'm ready to be... I said, I'm ready to walk again. I'm ready to dance. I'm ready to... To kneel. Oh, dude, she said that! Yeah. Was that line in this book? Was the line um, in this book, which like she's like the first... That one? Yes! Oh, I'm going to cry! It's like the last page. What are the last pages? She says, I can't wait for that day 
because when I get my glorified body, the first thing I'm going to do with my new made fraternity legs is fall down on grateful, glorified knees. Like, I mean, a lot of us think that earth is heaven, and it's not. It's, listen, and Job also says, life is short and full of trouble. It's good. There's so much goodness. There's, there's love. There's friendship. There's the church. There's, there's food that tastes good. I'm reading a book about food right now by Stanley <laughs> Tucci. It's really funny. Oh, you're reading his book? That's yeah, it's funny. called Taste. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. He, he makes fun of the food I like. Well, he's I, a gourmand. Yeah, he's a, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Gourmet guy. I thought, I mean, does he, does he uh, not get lost because he has that awesome direction track or tractor in his car, the gourmand? <laughs> <laughs> That's a long to get to Gorman, that joke. Yeah. yeah, that was a long way to get to that joke. I just apologize. Um, but um, these gifts, the smell of a flower, the taste of a food, the, you know, breeze out of the summer when the sun comes back out and the sun hits your face. I mean, these things are gifts. Mm -hmm. Life is good, but it's hard. Death lives here. Death, it's the last enemy to be defeated, death is. And so death... We die, but we don't die. Mm -hmm. What does it say in John? It says, um, if you believe in me, even though you may die, yet shall you live. Mm -hmm. oh, the hope of heaven. This, the hope of heaven is real in this book. And it's mm -hmm. not, it is strong. Mm -hmm. It is, go ahead. I was just going to say, it, it is, it's very much, um, like that's always kind of, there but there's also this very like this very tangible very present um like hope for now as well like she talks about um sometimes jesus doesn't heal but he holds us and talks about how like we can walk through suffering because we're not alone because the lord walks with us and um he, and talks about how there's purpose in it and that you know god is making us more like jesus and um, so even in the midst of those hard things, she talks about just the just the contentment and the trust of having um, the Lord walk with us. And it's really, it's a very, um, it's very everyday, I guess. I don't know. I would say, so who's this book for? If, if you are a believer in Jesus and you wonder about suffering, if suffering's a question you have to ask, this is not an academic pretext of suffering. It's not a biblical theology of suffering. There is theology and there, there's Bible yeah, in this book, yeah, but it's not an academic first book. It's a book from someone in the trenches of mm -hmm. suffering. And if you have a question about suffering, this is a good one. This is a great book to read. If you love someone who has chronic pain, read this and try to understand them more. Because sometimes mm -hmm. I see spouses or children or parents with those with chronic pain, and we we almost like um, what do you call it? We like just tough it out. Like what do we yeah. what do we call doing that? We we um. Minimize? We minimize their yeah, suffering. Yeah, she talks about that too. She's like, don't just be like, I can get through this. It's not a big deal. She's like, call it what it is and then give it to the Lord and he'll give you the grace for it. So uh, so if you love someone who has chronic pain, it's a good book to read. If you yourself are battling with chronic pain, this might be a hard book to read because you're going through it and there's going to be things you recognize and are battles you're currently in the middle, midst of. But this is a book from someone who has in, is in it and is down the road who is trying to help be a guide to those who come behind her. So I would say too, it it like that is her context. That's her current struggle, her 
the thing that she is suffering with in this, but it can be, it's a, it's a broader theme of just suffering and going through hard times in general. And these things can be applied across the board, whatever the hard time or, or the difficulty is. Um, it's not just about physical pain. It's, um, it can be applied just to, to any of the struggles we go through that the Lord can use to make us more like Jesus. Um, I like the book a lot, babe. Yeah, it was really it, good. It was good for my soul. I, I, I now, I mean, I've been reading, some, we've read some good books this year, and this is one of them. I'm grateful for it. Uh, if you want to read it, we will have a copy of it here on our little book stand when you walk in the church. Um, $10 a piece for books we sell here, but if you don't have the money, just let talk to me and I'll give it to you because I'm, I'm a pushover. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, we'd, we'd, like, we'd rather have you have it. Yeah, if you're going to read it, we want to yeah. bless you. Um, so for next month, we're reading um, one of my favorites. I have one of the original copies here. The Ragamuffin Gospel by Brennan Manning. Um, the copy we give out here, the copy we have here at church, does not look like this. This is like the original. This is one of the original copies. That's oh, we gave mine away, didn't we? <laughs> but face. Um, listen, this is a book I read pretty much every year. Very very quick read. It's a book about the love of God. That's it's it. It's a quick read, except that it's going to stop you in your tracks and make you cry all the time. <laughs> you um, have to recover and get back to some, it. So we'll go over it. Some evangelicals don't like this book. Some, they don't, some people don't like this stuff. If, you, if you're one of these guys who don't like the song, uh, Ruthless, what's the song called that we sing? Um, have God, Reckless Love. Reckless Love. People are like, oh, God's love isn't reckless. I'm theologically astute. B. <laughs> if you're that guy, you're not going to like this book because this is... This is like, I don't I love it. I love it. And the guy, used to, he's, a, he's an ex-Catholic priest. Catholics, biddy. So if you, <laughs> um, this might not be, if, if you're really, if, if you're, if you're really reformed, I don't like this because your doctrine doesn't allow you to enjoy other traditions. But, but maybe if, you need it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it changed my life when I read it many years ago. We'll go over all that. But that's starting, this our December book. We have a couple copies here at the church. It's a very beautiful read. Um, Brendan Manning is not a theologian. He is a storyteller. He's a poet. And um, it's going to be a good ride next month. So mm -hmm. we'll see you guys in a, like three weeks when we do regular gospel. But uh, keep reading the scripture. Keep seeking the Lord. Um, this book, if you haven't read it, great one. Worth, we give it, I'd give it... Thumbs up, Angie. Can you give it a yeah, thumbs, up? Yeah, thumbs up? Two thumbs up from the We Like <laughs> Books. And the question we're going to ask people are asking us, are we doing book club again next year? Mm -hmm. I don't know, yo. We'll figure it out. So with that said, God bless you. You guys enjoy your Thursday. Yeah. And we'll see you again next month right here on the little Facebook channel thing. All right. God bless you. Good? Take care. Yeah. All right. And this bad boy. <laughs>